With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. What's up, this is your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Oh my goodness. Happy Saturday, Fox Sports Radio with Alex Curry and me, Monsi Bolaños. But Alex is not here, everybody. She's off gallivanting, right? <laughs> gallivanting. Oh no. <laughs> She's <laughs> off covering the postseason for Major League Baseball for Fox, but have no fear, everybody. Carmen Vitali is here with me. Yeah. She is a Fox sports writer for yeah. the NFL. She covers the NFC North Division. I sure do. But that's not all you've done. I mean, like, you've been around. Get your heads out of the gutter. Uh, you've been around. <laughs> you worked for the Dodgers at one point. I you did. covered the Tampa Bay Buccaneers during their Super Bowl run. For a long time. Guys, get jealous. She has a Super Bowl ring. I sure do. Like, oh, I didn't bring it. I know. You're, no, but you're going to bring it next time. Don't worry. It's all right. Okay, yeah, all right. You're right. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm going to make you bring it. So <laughs> don't worry. We are in good hands. We're so excited. And you know, maybe we'll talk to Alex. Later. Maybe we will. Maybe we'll check in Do with her. Do you think she has time for us? Oh, she better have time for okay. us. Right. Again, she's cool. gallivanting, so she better have time. Uh, we'll check in with her. Maybe she could give us a little update on the postseason because she's been in the middle. I can't believe she was at that game at last the night. Astros at the Rangers. A- the Astros Rangers game. I know. Wait, we were texting, and you're like, "Yes, yeah, stuff's happening." I was like, "I know, so much stuff. It's happening in just that stuff. game. Absolutely crazy." But we are not going to start there, everybody. But we are broadcasting live from the Tyrac.com studios. Tyrac.com will help you get there and. Un- match selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. Tyrac.com, the way tire buying should be. Mm, well, we're also brought to you by Progressive Insurance. In fact, Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. That's right. Bundle and save. That's right. So I can't believe where we're starting. And why I say this is because <laughs> oh, God. I just honestly like the biggest topic of the offseason in the NFL was Aaron Rodgers, right? Mm. Going to the Jets. That was the biggest mm-hmm. topic of conversation. Mm-hmm. Four plays into the start of the season, he tears his Achilles. And I'm thinking, great, Aaron Rodgers is over. Like, we're not going to talk about him oh, anymore. Oh, did you really? I, I thought like we were just going to wrap it up. <laughs> I thought we were going to wrap it up for the season, maybe check in with him. But... What I've learned quickly is that Aaron Rodgers is a freak of nature. Mm. This man is already 
walking without first it was without like crutches. oh he's with he's with a boot just a couple days later now we see videos of him with nothing throwing a ball like what is happening so, I, when, so much so when this happened can i tell you my first reaction please my first reaction was oh god now <laughs> now i don't ever want to see anyone get hurt Aaron Rodgers was a one is a wonderful storyline for the NFL. The the NFL is better when Aaron Rodgers is playing in it. But now I was like, oh, we're still gonna get Aaron Rodgers, but we're not gonna get the benefit of Aaron Rodgers playing football. Or so- or are we? If you missed earlier this week, Jets head coach Robert Sala was on Good Morning Football. This is what he had to say about Aaron Rodgers. I think he's fueled by doubt. I mean, I don't think I know he's fueled by doubt. You doubt the more you doubt him, the more he, the more fuel he has, and um, you know he's on a mission. And uh, there's one thing I've learned about him is that when he has something and he wants to prove something, he's gonna prove it. Um, so a lot of people can doubt him. I, I'm not doubting him. I'm not doubting him. And then he also says we're leaving the door open. And so, Carmen, am I crazy? Because I, all I thought in this moment when I heard this, I was like. Um, could there be a quarterback controversy with the Jets at the end of the season? Because this is this is what I'm thinking. If the Jets find a way to get into the playoffs wild card, however you want to look at it. Which is a big if. If. But if they do, that means Zach Wilson has either played well or played decent, right? right? But there is a rhythm. There is um camaraderie is that the word right they like him chemistry chemistry yeah, yeah. yeah they like him you could see it on the sideline what was it that game where he he fumbled the snap and then you saw him off to the sideline and everybody was like it's okay like don't worry they like him so if you're in this position where things have worked without Aaron Rodgers I get it it's Aaron Rodgers he's also 40 years old he's also coming back from an Achilles surgery, injury, something that nobody has ever, ever done before at this rate, at this speed. I don't know if I'm Robert Sala, thank goodness I'm not, if I would just, all right, Zach, take a seat. How? how? You're going to, because it's Aaron Rodgers. Because it's Aaron Rodgers. And let me tell you, okay. the Jets, should they overcome all of this? Should they go on a playoff run? Because I... No matter what Aaron Rodgers says, I can't think that we're talking the first round of the playoffs that he can come back. I mean, the Achilles injuries are that severe, and I know that he's putting weight on it. I know that he's throwing the ball, but there's a difference in throwing the ball pregame and tossing it around versus doing it in-game, especially with the fact that he needs to be able to move around the pocket as well as he does. But... The Jets would not be in that position. Zach Wilson would not be in that position if it weren't for Aaron Rodgers, and I'll tell you why. Aaron Rodgers is still around the building. Aaron Rodgers is still in Zach Wilson's ear. The fact that Zach Wilson had an entire training camp to learn from Aaron Rodgers, to be in the meeting rooms with him, to learn how to operate this offense as it currently stands under Nathaniel Hackett is all because of Aaron Rodgers. And so whatever improvement we see out of Zach Wilson, yes, he's improving, but a big piece of that is because of what he learned from Aaron Rodgers. So therefore, you have to step aside at that point. You have to be like, okay, we wouldn't be in this position if it wasn't for you. And Aaron Rodgers is still in the meeting rooms. He's, I, Tyler Conklin actually talked on the Golik and Gojo show and talked about how Aaron Rodgers is still a part of this team and he is there as much as he possibly can in between all of his rehab. So 
Aaron Rodgers will still have a lot to do with this if the Jets pull off something they haven't done since, what, 2010? It's been a while. It's been a while. It's been a while. And I, I looking at the Jets' schedule, I think, listen, I think they could sneak into that wild card spot. Like, I looked at it last night and I was like, I predict six, seven wins from what's left of their schedule. Mm-hmm. They could do it. They could do it. So... If the defense continues to play out of their mind. And, and why not? And why I know. Not? Hey, def- defense wins championships. And I don't know if it gets you through the regular season. but it Defense does championship. win championships. But also, uh, Zach Wilson just has to be a manager. He doesn't have to go crazy. He just has to manage the game, right? And not make mistakes. Right. That's, his, that's all he needs to do. Let everything kind of else happen. We just saw Max Scherzer come off an injury a month off the mound no bueno for the Rangers. Right. Yeah. Age injury. So how I get it. It's Aaron Rodgers. I understand. But how do you break up that chemistry knowing his age and knowing the the severity of this injury? I f- I'm just like having a hard time, even though everything you said is right. Everything you said is logical. But what have I said? I am not logical. I am emotional. I don't. I, I'm having but like when a hard that emotion. That emotion then works in your favor. It does work in my a favor. Spark, a spark. Like Aaron Rodgers coming into the game for the for a postseason game at the Meadowlands MetLife, yeah, like that is emotional in and of itself, and that is emotion that can carry a team. I've seen it before. I've seen it happen before. So I mean, listen, just to be the the devil's advocate here, what about the emotion of having it done with Zach Wilson for all these weeks? Isn't that also an emotion that carries you? On and listen, I'm thinking this, what I'm what I'm presenting here is the a wild card game. Like I'm not saying if you know they're deep into the playoffs and like you, you of course you bring Aaron Rodgers back, but let's say like a wild card game, you're gonna you're gonna mess up that. It's one and chemistry. done anyway. It, it is one and it, done. It, it doesn't matter if it's the wild card. No, as someone who has seen the impact that a veteran leader like Aaron Rodgers can have on a locker room, I was in Tampa Bay when Tom Brady came in. Flex, That's, flex. I, Flex. But uh, the <laughs> amount of belief that that locker room then had in and of itself because Tom Brady was in it and because of the belief that Tom Brady instilled single-handedly, Aaron Rodgers has that kind of effect on a locker room. Not to mention, Nathaniel Hackett is still the offensive coordinator. Nathaniel Fair. Hackett is one of Aaron Rodgers' best friends. Mm-hmm. This offense is meant for Aaron Rodgers. Always was. Men. It always was. Always was. So there are now Nathaniel Hackett is having to make some changes, evolve the offense a little bit, make sure that it, it's tailored a little bit more to Zach Wilson. But please make no mistake, this is still Aaron Rodgers' offense. Again, you're saying, right? I hear everything you're saying and it, it, it makes perfect sense. But I, we have never seen somebody come back this and that's quickly. that's exactly why Rodgers wants to do it. I know. Listen, it's absolutely nuts. I cannot believe him. Like, he, I didn't know, like, he was this badass. You know what I'm saying? Like, I... He's, I, he's got that Kobe Bryant, Michael Jordan, Tom Brady kind of mentality that the, all the Tiger Woods, that all the greats have, where they are just obsessed. Right. You like, think I can't wired do it? Differently. Watch me. Any sort of motivation, they are wired differently. I, th- I am firmly in the camp that every great... Every all-time great is just wired differently. And as much talent as anyone could have, as much of a work ethic as everybody can have, no one can ever match those kind of those guys because of the way that their brain is wired. 
And I just think Aaron Rodgers is wired like that. For sure. I, I Again, I honestly, the you're age. Making me, you're making me defend Aaron Rodgers right <laughs> now. And I'm def- really not appreciating is- <laughs> it. I'm not <sighs> saying that Aaron Rodgers is not great. That's not it. It's just unprecedented what we are seeing. And I, I can't imagine it just be that simple of a plug in and out. Like, I get it. He's there. It's his offense. There would be some bumps, but it would be worth it because fourth quarter comes around. You're down by a score. You need a touchdown with a minute 20 left in the game. Who would you rather have in that game? Of course, Aaron Rodgers, even if he doesn't have a leg. I get it. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? That's, That's all you need to know. It just seems like this might... he. Maybe, maybe he wouldn't, but based on how we're talking about how he has that mentality, what if he comes back before he should come back? I fully think and he, <laughs> he comes back at all before the season is over. Post-season, no, one thousand percent. It will be too soon. It will be too but soon. But adrenaline we... is a hell of a drug. Honestly. <laughs> adrenaline is a hell of a drug. It is. It is. So you're telling me you, Robert Sala. He's going in. Don't matter. Not even. Thank you so I, much, Zach Wilson, thought. for getting us here. Yes. You're going to sit down. That's the reality of the NFL, and that's the reality of having a Hall of Famer on your team. That's the reality of having a player that you gave up so much to get. Yeah. No, listen, again, you're so logical, (laughs) Carmen. You're so logical. And I— It's too awful. And and yet, still, I— To me, I'm like, I don't know. I That's so risky because it's so— Again, it, it would just it makes me feel like if if they're in that position, that means Zach Wilson is doing more, better than decent. That's what I'm assuming. Now, let's say I'm wrong if, and he has played really badly and the defense has been the reason they get there. That's not the assumption I'm going with when I'm thinking that there might be a quarterback controversy. Playoff experience because the playoffs are a whole different, oh, different thing. Yes. Yeah. And Aaron Rodgers has a lot of experience in the playoffs. Not a lot in Super Bowls. That's my little dig. <laughs> But he has a lot of experience in the playoffs, and he knows how to handle himself in those situations. And I think that there would be a lot surrounding Aaron to make sure that he wasn't overstepping, overdoing it. There would be some concessions made. And, I mean, if you're the offensive line, again, not to bring this all back to Brady again, but I just remember the offensive lineman at the Bucks telling me, like, they leveled up because yeah. they were like, I will not be the reason that Tom Brady gets hurt. And that is a real thing where, not that they don't care about Zach Wilson behind them. Correct. But when Tom Brady, or when Aaron Rodgers is behind you. All of a sudden, everybody's going to step up their game. I'm not taking the heat for being the one to get him hurt again. I'm not the one that's going to to screw up and get him sacked. That's not going to happen. That's not Not going to happen. So, hypothetically speaking, let's say, all right, Aaron Rodgers comes back. Would there be a bigger moment than that? Than Aaron Rodgers coming back this season? No. And that is what I guarantee you, that's what's sticking in his head is that moment of him walking out onto that field in the postseason, the crowd roaring, the lights coming on, you know, the announcers are going crazy. Everything is just that is his moment that he wants so badly that he is hyper fixated on. And that is what is getting him through a grueling rehab. Yeah, because he doesn't want the reel to just be him running out with the American flag. No. Because that's that's his four snaps. Yeah, four. He sna- had four snaps, dude. Like as a member of the New York Jets. Isn't so that nuts? This whole this whole story. It's like you couldn't write this. If you made this into a movie, people would be like, "You jumped the shark." No, they are they now. Will make it a movie. But if it, if, it if, it, if it happens, and if but if, you know what I mean, like if this was a movie before this actually happened, people would be like, "You jumped seven sharks." There's no way this is actually what's happening, and yet. 
Listen, scriptwriters are on one. They're on one already <laughs> this, this season. Are you kidding? I know. And they have to like keep upping it. I feel like ever it's just it's every year they have to keep upping the absolute insaneness that is the NFL because we're all just getting used to the insanity. The insanity. Yeah. Insanity is exactly what I feel when it comes to this Aaron Rodgers situation because I just cannot believe it. I cannot believe that this is where we are right now, literally talking about him coming back, the door being open because he is a freak of nature. He also wants to stay in the conversation because he, he loves being in the conversation. So he has his weekly appearances on McAfee. I know, He's I always, catch it all the time, I Tuesdays know. with Aaron Rodgers. Trust me, it was appointment viewing when he was a member of the Green Bay Packers, and that's one of the teams that I cover very heavily as, the, as part of the NFC North. So I had to listen to that entire appearance every week. Um, and he is still doing it, and so there will still be stories coming out, and that's why he's going to remain around the Jets. And so he has a reason to say I'm still involved. Right. This is still my team. Yes, yes. Well, even though he was probably the biggest story of the offseason, another big story in the offseason was the Detroit Lions. And we will get into that right after the break. Two NBA insiders podcasting twice a week to plug you right into the NBA grapevine. All happening in only one place. This league uncut. The new NBA podcast with me, Chris Haynes. And me, Mark Stein. Join us as we team up to expound on everything we're covering, hearing, and chasing. Listen to This League Uncut with Chris Haynes and Mark Stein on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Milton, play fake again. Looks, fires for the end zone. That pass is going to be caught. Did he stay in bounds? Touchdown, Tennessee. Joe Milton bombs it down the left sideline and squirrel white right along the boundary, able to haul it in. That was Bob Kessling from Learfield on the call. Joe Milton to squirrel white. 39-yard touchdown pass for the first score of the game. Alabama on the board. Alabama now leads. Oh, 
Sorry, Tennessee now leads. Tennessee. That's surprising, actually. Of That's course why it, it threw is. me off. Yes. No, I know. It's 13 nothing Tennessee. I'm really glad because in my little pool, I put that uh, Tennessee was going to keep pace with Alabama. So I'm very pleased. I, I can't get over Squirrel. Squirrel White. Squirrel. Squirrel, squirrel. I just think of the movie Up. Squirrel. And then the dog. That's like all I'm thinking of. No? Is that Ice Age, too, with the sloth? Oh, and I, like, squirrel. Oh, I love that squirrel sloth. With squirrel. I, yes. <laughs> uh, it's Squirrel. <laughs> Fox Sports Saturday with Alex Curry and me, Monsi Bolaños. But Alex Curry is not here. Don't worry. We're going to track her down. We're going to bring her on the show. So don't you worry. Carmen Vitale here with me. Thanks for joining us. And we are coming to you live from the Tyrac.com studios. We just finished talking about the biggest story this offseason in the NFL being Aaron Rodgers and how it's still going because he's trying to make a comeback. Something we've never seen before. The other big story in the offseason was the Detroit Lions. Because last year, which is weird to say, but they kind of won over a lot of people by the end of the season, winning, what, five out of their last six games or something? Oh, more than that. Eight, eight of their last Added nine. Their yeah. last nine. Thank you so much. There we go. That's why she's here to correct me when I don't have it right. Uh, they, they went on a run. And even the games that they lost last year, so many of them were like three points, four points. Like they were there. They were there in so many of the games. Now this season, there's a a couple of teams struggling. And some maybe are thinking that they can turn around their season like the Lions. And you're affected by that. I am triggered by You're triggered by that. Why are you Listen, I'm a little bit of a petty queen. And can I tell you when the Lions won me over last year? Please tell us. The last game of the season, I was there at Lambeau Field, and both the Lions and the Packers came in, and it kind of de- it depended on the Seahawks and what they did. If they won, then the Lions were were eliminated from playoff contention, and if the Packers won, they would get in over the Seahawks. So the Packers had everything to play for in that game. The, the Lions knew they were out no matter what. Yeah. <laughs> the Lions went in there and they smacked the Packers in the mouth. Did they? Last game of the season, they played out of pure spite and. It, as a petty queen, I love me some petty kings. And from the locker room, I, I talked to one of the coaches right before the game started. And he told me that in the locker room, Dan Campbell was basically like, let's go in there and F- FS up. I don't know how much I can say on, on radio. <laughs> there were good. two expletives. You're fine. There were two expletives in that. And it, it was a battle cry. It was a rally cry. And you know what? I'll be darned if I didn't love it. So they won me over. They'd won me over, honestly, before that. But I was like, okay, I'm, I'm t- like, they're going to continue this momentum. And sure enough, they have. But I'm triggered by the fact that all of these teams that have one win, two wins, no wins, Panthers. are trying to say, well, the Lions did it last year. We can do it, too. <laughs> right. It's not giving enough credit to who the Lions were before they started winning, before they went on that run. They had a very identifiable shortcoming in on their defense yeah. and it was fixable the offense was scoring over 30 points a game right that that was not the issue the offense was not at all the issue mm-hmm. and they were like you said i think they were they had like three three of their first five losses came with by four points or, or less less so they were in these games and they had just one I mean, not an easy thing wrong. They were like dead last in EPA per play as far as defense goes. But around Halloween, after this long losing streak, they were like, you know what? Enough's enough. They fire their secondary coach. They tweak some things on defense, figure out how to get some guys in there. James Houston, a sixth round rookie out of Jackson State, comes in. First game he's active is week 12. Goes on to have eight sacks in nine games. 
pass rush comes alive. Getting rid of Aubrey Pleasant, I'm never calling for someone's job, but getting rid of Aubrey Pleasant had some effect on the secondary. They pulled it all together to the point where their defense was serviceable. Mm. And they let their offense do what it had been doing. So that was a very specific situation and should not be treated as the rule. It was the exception. I could not agree with you more on that. It was funny when you texted me this. I was like, oh, she's got something to say. Uh, she's triggered by I'm this. I'm triggered by this. And I, I I hear everything you're saying. I agree. I'm not as triggered, you know, because everybody's <laughs> trying to have hope, right? And, and I get that. And that's where that comes right. from. But I, I agree with you. Even this season, I feel like the Lions defense is so underrated to what they're doing. They are now winning games because of the defense. Right. And it's what they did in the offseason, brought in a lot more guys in the secondary, although a lot of them are hurt again. Um, but they did a lot of things to to fortify what their weakness was. And that's a credit to Brad Holmes, their GM, and being on the same page as Dan Campbell and the rest and Aaron Glenn, the defensive coordinator. So now the offense took a little while to get going, actually, this year. They weren't scoring at will like they had been last year. But now they've figured that all out. The Lions are back to scoring over 30 points a game. And the defense is holding opponents to just nothing. I think like what you're saying that everybody should hear, It's this didn't just happen no. for them. This was a plan that took time, moving pieces to create what the Lions are now. Yes. And instead of looking at it like anyone can do it, they are the exception, not, not the, the rule. rule. That's what Carmen Vitali wants you all to know. Let's check in with Martin Weistow and what's going on in the beautiful world of sports. Martin, how all are right. you? College, uh, college scores the top 25 in action right now. You have number 8, Texas, with a 14 nothing lead over Houston. Number 9, Oregon, tied with Washington State, 3 apiece at the end of the um, start of the second quarter there. Number 11, Alabama trails. Number 17, Tennessee, 13 to nothing at the start of the second quarter. Number 20, Missouri, with a 14 nothing lead over South Carolina. Number 23, Tulane leads North Texas, 7 to nothing middle of the second quarter there. Number 24, Iowa, tied with Minnesota, 3 apiece early in the second quarter is there. Daniel Jones, apparently a long shot to play on Sunday versus the Commanders. The Cardinals activated Buda Baker. He'll play uh, this Sunday. Daryl Henderson, there we go. Uh, he's officially elevated from the practice squad. He looks like he'll get reps this Sunday for the Rams. And uh, Kyron Williams in a corresponding move sent to IR for the Rams as well. I'm Martin Weiss. And uh, back to you, Monty and uh, Carmen. Thanks, Martin. Thanks, Martin. And you know what? I got super excited to get this show started. I even wash my hair for you that I completely forgot to to mention that our technical producer Chris Perfett is here who I'm sure is loving the Lions conversation <laughs> and our producer Brandon Trufa is here we've got Ian and Bree editing pulling cuts for us so it is a a, a well-oiled machine it what is. we got going on I'm so on. impressed with everyone you guys have been so wonderful and welcoming so thank you <laughs> you're welcome again I wash my hair for you uh, so now we're gonna talk to your buddy Adam Amin who is wonderful a play-by-play just extraordinary. extraordinary. Adam, are you there? Hello, friends. How are you guys? Oh, so well. Thank you so much for joining us. We're so happy to talk to you because you are just a G, is what Carmen tells me. I do. Like, I sing his praises constantly. This is, worst, this is the worst way to introduce me because like, <laughs> anybody who's listening to this is going to go, Oh, really? Let's see what this idiot has to say about the NFL. Yes, and that's exact. Yes, that's exactly what we're going to start with, the NFL. We're in week seven, Adam. Who has surprised you the most, whether it was a good surprise or a bad surprise? 
Well, I, I know that I know Carmen will appreciate this answer as well. It's probably the Chicago Bears. Oh. Um, not, the, a the, the, <laughs> not a good surprise. Not a good surprise. And again, I know I'm, I'm certainly closer to it living in Chicago. Uh, we, we cover them during the preseason. So you kind of get this general sense or general idea of what you think the season might play out as. And even if it's, you know, overly positive in the preseason or you're getting some kind of negative criticism, you, you still have a general idea about what, what you expect to see. And for a three-win team last year to improve roster-wise and personnel-wise as much as they did and to feel like everything was kind of building towards this uh, this season to try to get Justin Fields a little bit more comfortable, to add who you've added in, in the receiving court, to feel like you bolstered the offensive line, to feel like you helped out your pass rush and your defense in the linebacking core with some of the signings and additions that they've had. The expectation was, well, just based on talent alone, this should be something closer to a seven- or an eight-win team. Mm. And it just hasn't really lived up to that by any means just yet, just whether it's quality of play, the personnel hasn't lived up to some of uh, some of the expectations perhaps. Uh, certainly Justin Fields isn't playing at the level that people thought he was going to play at, and obviously now he's hurt going into their game against Las Vegas. So uh, I'm certainly closer to that situation, you know, ha- you know, living there and kind of covering them a little bit more. But I certainly had much higher expectations, and I think a lot of the league and a lot of people who cover it had higher expectations for the Bears. Yeah, despite what people in Chicago think, I did have them as a seven-win team going into this season. And I thought that that was completely fair and a great improvement. Uh, but every, as you know, Adam, as you well know, um, <laughs> everybody in Chicago had much higher expectations. So I like that answer. But all, another team that's kind of in the cellar, at least offensively, uh, of the league is a team that you are going to be calling this week, the Steelers at the Rams, two very different offenses. So I, I, what are you looking for in this game? Did you? I want to know if you talked to Matt Canada headed into this Steelers game and, and what the vibe is like there when, I mean, the Steelers are, if anybody's coming under more scrutiny than the Chicago Bears offense, it's got to be the Pittsburgh Steelers. I think that's the point. Again, not a great surprise, although I think it's a little bit of a different surprise with Pittsburgh. I think you were one of the people, and I certainly was too, Carm, that thought, well, with Kenny Pickett, the improvements on offense, they kind of help bolster the offensive line a little bit. We yeah. thought that this might be a, a four or five win team, you know, in the first, you know, seven or eight weeks. Now that could still be the case. And I think that's what kind of threw me back a little bit when I started to evaluate Pittsburgh this week is, and, and we actually talked with Mike Tomlin a couple hours ago. He made a great point. Think about who they've played so far. Their first two games were against San Francisco and Cleveland Mm -hmm. and also had a game against Baltimore. You could argue that those three defenses are the best three defenses in the league or certainly they're amongst the best five or six defenses in the league going into week seven. So for them to go two and one against those teams, they've beaten, they beat Baltimore in their last game. They beat Cleveland in that exciting Monday night game. Certainly not in the way that they expected to win games. Uh, They're deep or relied upon than anything else, but they've won those games. So, for them to be three and two, I think is actually pretty solid, all things considered. Now the offense does have significant ways to go before this is a team that's going to continue to compete in what seems like a very competitive division. All of a sudden, the AFC North looks a lot sharper uh, in the for you know these last three or four weeks than I think we expected them to overall. And with Pittsburgh playing the kind of offense that they're going to play. They want to get Kenny Pickett more involved. They would like to throw the ball a little bit more on early downs. I feel like they've gotten a little bit predictable, but they're also a physical running team, and they always have been. The, the, the trap play has been the staple in Pittsburgh's offense for 
you know, years upon years going back multiple coaching staffs. So it feels like this is still a team that wants to be physical. They want to get Najee Harris more involved. I think Jalen Warren has played really well in the running game. They're not going to have Pat Fryermuth, although they do get Deontay Johnson back. And maybe, so maybe those things can kind of help complement what they're trying to pick up in a running game that's been so bad so far, just 80 yards per game. That's 40 yards less than where they were a season ago when they really became a physical running team behind Harrison Warren. So I think that's what I'm expecting to see, trying to get back to a little bit more simplicity, trying to run the football for a little bit more effectiveness, and then trying to get Deontay Johnson involved to take some pressure off of uh, George Pickens, who's been getting the majority of the targets for Kenny Pickett. No, I need that for my fantasy team. Just the most prepared (laughs) man ever. Like, it's just the way that that you can know the entire league and other leagues because you were so, you are a play by play guy for MLB on Fox as well. You you grind through the baseball season. So, real quick, I want to know what you make of this Cinderella story happening in the desert with the Arizona Diamondbacks. And I just, I. I watched that game last night. It's so, so exciting. Good. I can't yeah. help but think of all of like the young kids in Arizona that are going to now be Diamondbacks fans for life. Like, what do you make of that team in general and their postseason run so far? I, I think if you watch them during the regular season, you know the the havoc that they caused, the new rules uh, in Major League Baseball this year that kind of uh, rewarded athleticism on defense and rewarded uh, more aggressiveness on the base pass, especially trying to steal bases. I think this is a style. Uh, the the rules really kind of complemented the style that Arizona plays. Right? They they want to be a, uh, a fast team. They want to cause havoc on the base paths. They've been one of the better defensive teams in all of baseball for the last couple of years. And I think the banning of the shift that has actually helped them to try to cover a little bit more ground or ha- not have to cover as much ground. So I'm not super shocked that they create havoc and they've done that in these last couple of games coming back against Los Angeles. So uh, I think. The style of play is, is really suitable for 2023 baseball. They're probably the most, if not the most, and probably one of the three or four uh, most acclimating teams to the new style of baseball that we saw this year. So I'm not really shocked that they're causing problems for pitching staffs right now. That's such a great point yeah. of like who could adapt better yeah and how that was going to spell success for some of these teams and the Diamondbacks started well you know that's another they were at the top of the division for several weeks when we started the season you're listening to Fox Sports Saturday with Monsi Bolaños and Carmen Vitale in for Alex Curry we're talking to Adam Amin play-by-play extraordinaire does it all so I'm going to actually shift you to basketball Adam Okay. All right. We're going to cover it all. We're going to keep you on your toes here. All right. So we're about to start the new season. I am looking at Victor Wembanyama be absolutely unstoppable. Are we going to start seeing the NBA slowly transition back to having a big man? Because right now it's kind of like positionless basketball. But now you have Victor Wembanyama. You got to check Holmgren. When the Lakers won their bubble champion, it's because they had three big dudes. Are we going to slowly start to see the NBA go back to that? I don't know how slowly or how quickly it's going to happen, but you're already starting to see it. I think it's a great point, Monty, because I look at the Cleveland Cavaliers. Mm. They have multiple big men, uh, you know, Jared Allen, Evan Mobley. They had Lowry Marketing before they traded him a year and a half ago. Uh, the Toronto Raptors, who obviously had some new pieces this year. Fred Van Vliet goes to Houston. But you look across their lineup, 6'9", 6'10", 6'8", 6'7". So their wings are all big players, too. So that's more of the positionless basketball, and you're playing different 
types of players at the five. You know, you're playing guys who are like Weminyama at seven foot six. You're playing guys who are six foot eight. You're playing guys who are seven foot two. Carl uh, Anthony Towns and Rudy Gobert playing together in Minnesota. Mm-hmm. You're seeing a little bit more implementation, but it's not the same traditional big man role that uh, I think you probably grew up with, that I probably grew up with, I know Carmen grew up with. Mm-hmm. I think this is going to be a little bit more of an expectation to be able to step out, to be able to shoot threes. Uh, Nikola Jokic has obviously kind of changed a little bit of the perception of yeah. what the big man can be as a playmaker. You see it with DeMontis Sabonis as well uh, in Sacramento. I think that was a really good trace that they made to try to get somebody like that. So I, I don't know how quickly or slowly it's going to happen. Webin Yama is such a, a unique piece because he's got a guard skill set at seven foot six. It's not, and his length his length is impossible to stop. I mean, think about how hard Kevin Durant is to guard at six eleven, basically, or six ten, who plays the three or the four or a swing position or a wing position and can just shoot over everybody. Victor webinyama has got a decent shot. I would like to think it's going to get better in the professional ranks uh, if he continues to work at it. So yeah, he becomes that much more difficult to guard. So the the speed at which it's going to happen, I don't know, and how specific the role is going to be, I don't know. I think it's going to be a lot more fluid, but. In a way, I do think that the big man is coming back because they're expected to do a lot more and a lot different things than they were maybe five or ten years ago. I, I see already a difference with Victor Wembanyama from Summer League to now. Like, they the game against the Golden State Warriors, I don't know if you noticed, they let Steph Curry do the jump ball because they were like, oh, it doesn't matter! Go ahead! It doesn't matter! He's going to get the ball! Like, I just am so excited. Adam, thank you so much for joining us. We know you're busy, so we appreciate that you put some time apart for us. We really appreciate it. Thank you, thank you. We appreciate it. Thanks, Bubs. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. All right, guys, that was Adam Amin. What do we call him? Play-by-play extraordinaire. extraordinaire. That's what we're going to coin him as. That's it. He does three of the four major sports in this country. It's just, it's insane. And we I, made him answer all, all of those. them. I know. But he's just, <laughs> it, like, the, the, the way his brain works, how prepared he is for everything. I have been witness to his calendar, just his notes, and just how incredibly well-prepared he is for every single game league Ugh, he's just he's one of the best he's he is one, of the, one of the best so are you guys don't go anywhere because we still have our do's and don'ts of the week Ooh. that's next i'm katia adler host of the global story over the last 25 years i've covered conflicts in the middle east political and economic crises in europe drug cartels in mexico Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah! 
Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. They're going to go fast to the line of scrimmage again from the seven-yard line. Hand off to Nakia Watson. Touchdown, Washington State over the goal line. Nakia Watson right downhill, down the hash mark. The Kooks take the lead, 9-3 to with 9.22 left in the second quarter. That was Matt Chazanow from Learfield. Nakia Watson, a four-yard touchdown run. First touchdown of the game, and Washington State is up 10-3 over number nine Oregon at Austin. At Austin. Austin is a hard, hard place to play. As someone who did her undergrad in the pack, well, it was the Pac-10 turned into the Pac-12. I'm dating myself. Uh, Austin was one of those places that guys didn't like going up to. There's a bet. lot of crowd noise in practice in preparation for going up to Austin. There oh, it is. Oregon just, they heard you. They, they were like, me. we have to tell Carmen. They just tied like, <laughs> up now. Yeah. Russian touchdown by Bucky Irving already. Okay. Yeah. All right, Oregon. I love having this multi-screen view in the studio. Right. Keep track of all these games. Ah, it's a lot no of No excuses. I know. We've got it all right in front of us. All right, everybody. It's time for You Know What? Highlighting the do's. Ooh, I love that. And putting a spotlight on the don'ts. The subject brings me no joy. Don't do that. Are you on crack? It's time for the do's and the don'ts in sports. You like that? You did like that? Are you on crack? I have somebody that I am going to ask if they are on crack, but I'm not going to get there yet. I'm going to start crack. (laughs) Say crack one more time. Crack. Crack again. Say crack. Wait, what are we doing? Oh, yeah, we're doing, we're, we're doing a show. <laughs> Do's and don'ts of the week, guys. I got a big do for you. I love this story. It brought me so much joy. I don't know if you saw it. Colorado wi- Buffalo wide receiver Jalen Ellis went on a hike, found a dog and a cat, took them home, adopted the dog, named her Angel, and the kitten. He's like, I put up the kitten for adoption because it was a kitten. Like, put him in right. his pocket. Like, like somebody's going to adopt. The dog was like scruffy, and he was like, the video's like, there's nobody here. Both of them just came to him, walked away with Were they both. together before? We don't, he doesn't know. It's like, how, they did like, you sur- Was the dog like helping the kitten survive? It's oh se- my God, yeah, it's yeah. like homeward bound. <laughs> I hope we're going to This is the second time someone's brought up homeward bound. I know I just did it, but like, oh, uh, in, in a week and I get weepy eyed right? thinking about it. No, you should see me watching this video. I'm sorry, oh. oh God, Jalen, okay. So do find a dog and a cat while, in you're the, while you're hiking and adopt them. And save them. And save them. Good oh. job, Jalen Ellis of Colorado. Wide receiver. Oh. Uh. All right, I have a do and a don't. Is it together? It's together. Oh, wow. Look at you spicing things up. Spicing things up. I know. I'm, I'm, I'm breaking all the rules. Yes. My first time here. It's your first time. All, all right. All right. Go for um, it. Do. Do. Play Creed in the locker room before yes. the game. Which obviously the Rangers did a little while ago now. And then the Vikings, though, did it last week. And Kirk Cousins got to the podium for after their second win of the season and said, yeah, we played Creed in the locker room. And I was like, that's so on brand. But don't actually invite Creed to the game. You didn't like that? Because the Rangers <laughs> did that yesterday. And it didn't work out for them. And I have a theory as to why it didn't work out. And it's because they had I think- arms wide open. No, but the thing is, they performed in the stadium, right? That exposed the Astros to the Creed energy. Oh, that's so, good. Like you were giving away some of this good juju that apparently Creed has on sports 
teams. That's good. So just don't let them, don't let it be public. Right. Don't let them take away. If you want to have them perform maybe in the locker room, sure. Why not? Right. Right. I like that. I like don't, that. So do have, do play Creed in the locker room before the game. Do not have them come to your stadium and perform live. That's good. I like that. All right. I got a don't. Okay. And this is where I'm going to ask Caleb Williams, are you on crack? You want Do you ask ownership? Do somebody's on crack in all of these? No, 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 no. He, he's special. He's special. <laughs> Apparently, he wants to ask for partial ownership of the team that drafts him in the NFL. Are you I, on crack? I have clarification on that because I fell victim to this too. That was from an interview from back in June. And so that was before the rule changed. This was like the third or fourth rule that Tom Brady has single-handedly changed. No. So that is no longer a thing that you can do in the NFL. I so. don't care. The fact that you even said that in June. How many players have we seen be drafted number one overall and they do nothing? How are we going to give you anything? Hey, did, get, how, it while you get, get it while you live it, right? No. Get it how you live it. Get it no. how you live it. All right. My last do, Mike players everywhere. Yes. Not just in the games. Not just in the games. <laughs> I want, like, so Philadelphia Eagles players, DeAndre Swift and Terrell Edmonds were at the Phillies game and they mic'd up the guys in the stands and it was them just being like, oh, this is lit. I love baseball. Like, it was Terrell Edmonds' first <laughs> baseball game ever. Yeah. And, like, they're ta- commenting on walk-up songs, everything like that. It was I, mic players up everywhere. That's right. Do that and don't go anywhere. We still have more here on Fox Sports Radio. Fox I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. That's right. Welcome to Fox Sports Saturday. Yeah. Typically with Alex Curry and me, Monsi Bolaños. I'm here, but I have Carmen Vitali next to me who is in for Alex because Alex is off gallivanting. I'm going to keep using that word even though she's working. She's, she's working, covering. Working really I know. She's working very hard. She's traveling up and down Texas trying to make sure we are all updated with the MLB postseason. But don't worry. We're going to check in with her. 
We're going to check in with her, so don't worry, guys. We will talk to her soon. Carmen Vitale it covers the NFL for Fox, specifically the NFC North, North. Division. Sure do. And she's struggling. You know, it's it's not an easy season for you. It, it, it never is it in never- the North. <laughs> Listen, I grew up outside Chicago. I was a big-time Bears fan growing up, and this is just, this is this is how it goes. I knew when I took the job, man. Yeah. I'm like, this was, this was the gritty division. That's it was the right. old black and blue division. Yeah. Like, I'm tough. I can handle this. Yes, yes, you are I take tough. pride in that. That's right. Now, is James Harden tough? Or is he just a baby? Uh, what is it? That's what we're going <laughs> to... I'm going to get both of us in trouble. Okay, we got to talk nope. about the NBA. <laughs> We've got to talk about James Harden because, man, this kid. I, I like... I don't even know. He's not a kid anymore. No, but he's acting like one. But so I'm going to call him a kid for a hot second. James Harden, uh, Cliff Cliff notes. (laughs) Exactly. Oh, my gosh. In case you don't know. We're going to get me in trouble. (laughs) The Cliff note version is that basically James Harden has asked to be traded out of every team he's ever been on. And now here we are, 76ers, has not shown up to any of their preseason games, left, didn't. Nobody knew why. They asked Joel Embiid, and he's like, you probably had something to do. That answer was so great. (laughs) Absolutely so great. Uh, Did not show up for their final preseason game, and he wants to be traded. He's acting a fool. A couple of months ago, when the story first came out that he wanted to be traded to my Clippers, I was like, "Uh, all right, whatever. Just bring him in. At least he plays. You know what I'm saying? Like, I got players that don't play. At least he plays. And now I'm just like, can you stay away? Porque me estás jodiendo. Jodiendo de una manera. Don't dump me. It's not a bad word. Jodiendo de una manera. It's like, you, you're bugging. Like, you're, you're just like... You're bugging, you know, like yeah. a bugaboo. So here's the thing. It's worked, though. It has worked for James Harden. But the difference now is that he is not an, a rising superstar. Do you want to tell he them is, that? He is a regressing <laughs> superstar. And I don't want to get in a lot of trouble. So I'm dating myself. This man is 34, 33, 34 years old. Yeah. Uh, we were at Arizona State together, in I, fact. And I was across the street at Gar High School while he was at Artesia. There, so we have a we weird, have weird a connection. weird connection. Uh, no, and honestly, like the James Harden I, I knew uh, was wonderfully in love with basketball, and it actually I remember this very vividly. He came out that year that he was the first year he was eligible, not by choice necessarily, but because he knew he was going to be a top five pick, and you can't pass up an opportunity like that. But it killed him so much so that his first break, I will never forget this. He comes back to Arizona State uh, after he gets drafted, <laughs> pulls up to Mill Avenue, which I don't know if anybody out there knows what Mill Avenue is. It like it's the college, seedy college bars that border campus. Shows up in like a Rolls Royce Phantom and buys the entire bar shots, which was great. It was a lot of fun. He didn't want to get out of college because he loved he loved ASU. He loved the sport of basketball. That is an unrecognizable version of James Harden at this point. And I think you, you said it. You guys did the sound effects. This is not going to fly when you are a grown man. And I get that his relationship with Daryl Morey has been severed. And for someone that you've had a relationship with this long, you know, a long time to feel like they betrayed you, get it. That sucks. Yes. And you have every right to be mad if you were false promised whatever it was. Sure. But you aren't allowed to let your teammates down like this when you play a team sport. Right. This is tennis, golf. Very different. Completely. But now you're now you're letting down some guys that I really like. Right. And I agree with something that you said that it's he's gotten away with it. Right. Like 
He has literally asked and it's been delivered, whatever he's asked. I am now here where it's like, my guy, like you said, you are not an up and rising star. The fact that we heard the story that he wanted to go to Houston and he said, I want to be the scoring champion again. It's like, how delusional are you to what you what you, James Harden, needs to bring to a team? Because you can be valuable. You can be a positive factor right. on a team. But you are delusional. You are a good player. Delulu. Delulu. Uh, you are a cuckoo bird. No, no, no. Uh, you are a good player. There's plenty of good. Right. That's the problem. I'm hitting the, the mic because I'm so into this. You, you. There's plenty of good. You are not anything spectacular anymore. And instead of bringing what you can to a team, you're playing these games. And so now I... And like 76ers, hold your ground. Not just 76ers, every other NBA team. There is going to be a lot of weight, a lot of precedent is going to be set with what happens moving forward with James Harden. Do not give him what he wants. You are acting like a child. Jodiendo, jodiendo. Okay. It's not, and it's not just him. This happens in the NBA all the time. Actually, Colin Cowherd said something about this this week, which I he compared how players are treated and able to force their way out of situations in the NBA with guys in the NFL who aren't able to do those types of things. Like the NFL takes it very seriously. This is a team sport. And so there is no one player that is bigger than everybody else, with the exception probably of the quarterback. But we haven't seen a player really successfully at least at this rate, uh, force his way out of a team. Mm-hmm. And Aaron Rodgers is basically the, the first. first guy to do it. And it's Aaron Rodgers. After playing in the league how long? Right. You know what I mean? So it's, you have right. that. But that's, I, I agree with you that the, the precedent, maybe not, all, like, I think it's already set in the NBA, but you don't have to perpetuate it. No. Yes, that's a good word. Yeah. Perpetuate. I know. SAT. I did no. really well on my ACT. I tell? don't even know how I did. The fact that you even remember, I have no idea what my scores were, and I would not like to know. Uh, it's okay, guys. No, it's fine. We're not going to talk about that. It, I, I just think, despite everything that has been given to him, all the yeses, it's time for a no. And it's time for a hard no. You can't do this, dude. Mm-hmm. Like you said, it is a team sport, fully team from top to bottom. Because in football, it's like, it's a team sport, right? But you have your offense and your defense. Mm-hmm. Like in, you mentioned tennis and golf and all baseball. Your pitcher is kind of like separate. And then when you go to bat, you're all on your own. I can't help you bat. It, this is truly a team sport. You play offense and defense together. You have to start building chemistry. And you're not there and you're not there, and the Sixers are good. Right. There's a chance. And that's the that's the other crazy part. Right. I'm like, I get that 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 Daryl and you are on the outs, right? But you're I, on a good team. On a good team. That's not easy to do. Right. You're in a good situation otherwise. And Philly is such a wonderful sports town. They're f- crazy, crazy fans. Crazy fans. But that's a good thing, right? Right. And I just and you're you're not you're not doing yourself any favors at this point. Not at all. And Be I, self-aware. Be self-aware and you really can help a team. You really, it's you're not washed. You're just not the superstar that you were when you won the MVP. You're not that guy anymore. So you can't act like this. And I I hope, I don't know. I actually I don't know. I, I truly don't know how he can repair his image at this point because if I if I'm any other team and uh, any other coach on any other team any other GM I'm like this guy's gonna come and like what if 
He doesn't like something here. What if he doesn't like the strip clubs here? He's going to get mad. What if the chicken wings aren't good? I'm just like, I don't know what. Actually, he's been in some places that have had some pretty good strip clubs. Huh? Yeah, that's, that's what I'm saying. Just, that's why he wants to come to the Clippers. I'm just kidding. He wants to go to LA for that. No, I just, like, what What have you done for me lately? What are you going to bring to the table that I can trust? Because there's nothing. Yeah, and, and the moment things get tough, are you going to try and force your way out again? Literally, this like this instant gratification goes both ways, and it's just I it's it's unfortunate because you want to see guys kind of play for the love of the game again, and that's why I bring up I brought up that story about it because he this the James Harden I knew was so in love with basketball, it was so in love with being with being part of a team that he came back yeah. to ASU because he missed that team so much. So I just I yeah I I would like to see him remember that part. And if you don't love the game anymore. That's okay, but don't drag the 76ers like this through this mud. They're literally everybody. It's so awkward. Like you ask Nick Nurse, you ask like Joel Embiid, anything. Do you keep him around the team? Uh, in, at, at this stage right now, if I no yeah. no, I would cut. I I would cut all ties with if I, it's I'm in charge right now. 76ers, I would cut all ties with him. I would say thank you so much. It's we lose money, but at least you're out. Because you're bringing nothing for me. And then that's another thing where it's like, I don't feel bad for you. You're made, you've made so much money. Like, you you don't need any more money. You know what I'm saying? You love, you've probably put so many strippers through college, and we thank you for that, James Harden. Uh, we, we've we, we've taken, a, taken a turn on this. We, we thank you for <laughs> that. pro stripper radio show. Yeah. <laughs> but if you, yeah. If you don't want to play, just say that and move on so that the Sixers can move on, so every other team can move on. And we just play basketball. Because that's, right? We just want to play basketball. We just want to yeah. watch. Season's about to start next week. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I know. And and you want to have that continuity going into it. Because, again, a team sport, unlike any other. So what would you do if you're the 76ers? Oh, you're struggling. I know. You, you, I know. You're struggling. Because at, at, at some point, like, you know, there was a, there was a clip of, of James talking to the media, talking about how... You know, thanking the fans for the support and, and his teammates and all that kind of stuff. And like that guy is still there. I think very often from the outside, we can blow this out of proportion and think that all of those relationships are automatically severed because of one relationship. And I don't believe that's the case. But I don't know if that negativity and I would hope that negativity wouldn't rub off. On, like the 76ers have quite a few vets. Mm-hmm. I don't think that they're that easily swayed where James, they need James to be a leader and therefore they kind of live by the sword, die by the sword of James Harden. So, I don't know. I'm I'm kind of thinking that maybe being around his teammates would make him remember what it's like, and again see that he's in a good situation and try and put this rift with uh, with Daryl behind him. But I don't know if that's the case. Like I would I I don't I don't think I'm worried about him poisoning anything with his negativity. But if he's going to behave like this and the team is going to have to get by without him or figure out how to do that, then yeah, maybe he should stay away. I don't know. I'm kind of torn. I mean, I hear what you're saying. I was like, I, uh, there was stuff I was agreeing with you and then stuff I was like, I don't want to agree with. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I, I just, maybe you're right. I, I The toxicity that he is bringing, maybe it is specifically because of Daryl Morey. And if he goes to another team, maybe he won't take that with him, right? right. Maybe it's specifically this. But either way, it's like, you got to do your job. Right. This is this is your job. And if if the 76ers are going to have to get used to life without him, then you might as well start now. Exactly, exactly. Oh man, I don't know. I can't wait to see what happens with James Harden, but um 
Coming up next, Carmen and I are going to ask each other a couple of questions. You know, who has better hair, Patrick Mahomes or Trevor Lawrence? Little this, a little that. Don't go anywhere. (laughs) From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house. And I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Tight ends, one of them a fullback. Give it to Bucky, goes behind everybody and goes through for the touchdown. Bucky Irving with three tight ends. You had some meat in there just pushing. Start over. Say that again. Jerry <laughs> Allen on the call. I was I was so taken aback. I love it when teams go 13 personnel, but that was Bucky Irving, two-yard touchdown run to tie it at 10-10. Bo Nix takes in another after, and now the Ducks are up 17-13 at the half. meat in there just so pushing. <laughs> Give just, me big men. Give just me some big pushing. Men. Give me some big personnel. Welcome we back to Fox Sports Saturday with me, Monsi Bolaños, and Carmen Vitali, who is in for Alex Curry. Me. And we are going to get into some this and some that, but we got Alex. We got Alex. We got Alex. Oh, my gosh. Hey. hey. <laughs> Alex, how are you, dear? <laughs> you guys, you would laugh so hard if you knew where I was right now. So we are road tripping. Love it. From Dallas to Houston. But our three-hour road trips turn into an eight-hour, like, let's stop and see every Buc-ies, single thing along the way. Buc-ies, Buc-ies. Buc-ies. there. Yep. yep, that was my first time when we drove from Houston to Dallas and to Bucky's. That is, like, the most magical roadside stop I have ever seen. Ever. But right now, I am in a ghost town, Salmon Lake. It's, like, one of the first, like, old oh western ghost towns that we're, like, shooting our show open for tomorrow at. So are you is, are you dressing up and doing like the old school like yeah. photo booth thing? No, because I had no idea we were coming here. <laughs> the moment we got in the car this morning, we're like, where are our stops? So like, it's a surprise. Okay, so I have a cowboy hat on, a black romper, and my Nikes, and here we go. All this right. Is, this is an adventure. I love it. Speaking of adventures, yesterday, Mm -hmm. baseball was an adventure. You were there. Rangers, Astros. You saw everything. What was it like from the, from uh, Adolis Garcia getting ejected to Jose Altuve, which we're going to talk, tell us, what was that like being there? 
I mean, yesterday was insane because not only do these two teams, like, I didn't realize how much these two Texas teams really hate each other. Mm-hmm. The fan base, yeah, sure the teams, there is some deep, serious drama and a rivalry going on between these teams. And they came in tied at two yesterday with both of their aces on the mound, right? You had Jordan Montgomery and Justin Verlander. And in the first five innings of the game, we had a great old like pitching duel. And then the sixth inning kind of fell off the rails for both these pitchers. And then that's when you saw Dolas Garcia, 3-1 home run to put the Rangers up on top. Now, apparently, there is some history between Adolis and this team, and he, like, stomped on home plate, mm-hmm. and people don't like that very much. So, yeah, he got hit by a pitch, which, by the way, there is this is kind of like what's up for debate. Was it intentional? This is not a time or place to intentionally hit a batter in the ALCS when you are tied with game on the line. Mm-hmm. You're down a couple runs. Um, so, yeah, bench is clear. <laughs> Adolf gets, uh, Garcia gets ejected, Dusty Baker gets ejected, Abreu gets ejected, and for some reason, that whole situation just woke up the Astros, and the next half inning, two guys get on base, Jose Altuve comes to the plate, and you just kind of had this feeling, it's like, he is the heart and soul of this team, like, everybody that we talked to, every Astros player that we've talked to since this series started, says, you know, as Altuve goes, the Astros go. And you kind of just like felt this big moment that was about to happen. And he gave Astro fans that October moment and one swing of the bat, three run home run. And you just, they took it and they stole it. I mean, this whole series has been crazy because the road team has won every single game. Not only that, but the Astros are an incredible road team and they are nine and one at Globe Life this season. So they basically own the Rangers in their own ballpark. And it was just like it was so cool. It was so crazy. Obviously my co host Ben Verlander uh, his brother Justin was pitching. So like we got him on the show after the game and it's it's just like this was the swing game. It was a big feeling of whoever won this one to go up three two. Now you just have to win one one more to make it to the World Series. Was gonna get the job done. However, <laughs> Astros haven't been able to win at home, which is a little bit of a repeat of the 2019 World Series when they lost to the Nationals. So yeah, we'll see. So it's been a fun one though. Before we move on completely from Jose Altuve, who I don't yeah. want to give credit to because obviously, to. but you, this guy, I don't know how tall he is. He's not a tall guy. No spotlight is too big for him. And it is quite no. frustrating. Alex, you have been around some of the biggest stars in baseball. What makes him different? Just who he is as a person. Like you'll hear all of his teammates like, yeah, he's a great player but he's an even better person. And you have to think, obviously, he was a part of that 2017 Astros team with the cheating scandal. They are the most hated team in baseball. Everywhere they go, especially Jose Altuve, the boos that they get are insane. However, they play better on the on the road. They have all adopted this villain role and almost play better when you're booing them. We were joking last night as, like, Tomorrow, Sunday and Monday, Astro fans should just start booing Altuve when he comes to the plate. Maybe they all wear blue. Maybe everyone wears blue and they wear gray, so it's like kind of like they're an away team and they can get that same kind of atmosphere and winning record that they have on the road back at home. But, I mean, he is as good as they come. And, like, I covered the Angels for 10 years, grew up a Dodger fan. There was no other two teams at the Astros 
you know, in that whole situation hurt more. And I have just started to fall in love with Jose Altuve, his whole story. I mean, he was such an underdog. Even when he tried to try out for, for the Astros, they, they turned him away like multiple times. He has just beat all of the odds and he is not only an incredible player, but an even better person. And that's someone that you need to root for. I love that. I love Jose Abreu too on the Astros. Yeah, uh, I, was, I know. I worked for the White Sox during his rookie season, oh. and he was just such a sweetheart, even though he could barely speak English at that point. But uh-huh. he was, he's incredible. Um, I find myself kind of rooting for the Astros, even despite their recent history. I know. I love I Dusty know. Baker. I, I think love he's Dusty just, Baker. He's such a wonderful Dude, man. <laughs> did you see last night when he got ejected? He yes. wouldn't leave. You wouldn't leave, leave the, the dugout. dugout. And the guy had to come up to him and be like, you got to leave. He's like, no. no yeah, yeah you got to go. His, like, you got to adjust it. His arms folded, just like sitting there. I know. Like, I'm nope. not going to do it. <laughs> nope. I'm staying here. I let, who do you think that those, so there was a, a giant delay because everyone was trying to figure out who to toss and who not to toss yeah. and all that other stuff. Who do you think that ended up hurting more? Did that kind of eat into oh, the, the Rangers? Rangers. Oh, yeah, the Rangers momentum? Oh, yeah. It yeah. woke literally... Uh, <laughs> Martin Maldonado, who was the catcher when that whole situation went down, um, said, you know, that was the worst thing the Rangers could have done because it woke up the Astros. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It gave them the fuel. This is all the a momentum game. feel again. And that, it is. It literally is. It's everything they needed in that moment to come back and have that next happening. So we know you're covering the ALCS, but let's talk about NLCS because the Diamondbacks. Back to back. The Diamondbacks are like, this Cinderella story doesn't end at midnight, baby. We're going to keep going. (laughs) I mean, it's crazy. Once again, they're just creating chaos. And we've seen two completely different stories. Like the ALCS, the road team has won every game. The NLCS, the home team has won every game. Which, you know, if D-Box can pull it off again tonight and steal and get ahead in the series, that's their best bet. Because once the series goes back to Philly, we've seen it. The home field advantage for the Phillies is so real and it is so hard for a road team to win there. But, you know, I, it's crazy. Like we knew the D-backs and Corbin Carroll and this whole team like had such young talent and bright stars and they would eventually get to this point. I just didn't think it was going to be this early. So good for them. We're getting two great series right now in the CS. Alec, Alec Thomas for the D-backs, the Chicago uh-huh. kid. Everybody back in Chicago, the White Sox, they are all very upset that <laughs> they did, they, had, they had a chance at him a couple of times in the draft and didn't yeah. take him. And then for him to be the hero last night. I know. I just uh they're they're White Sox fans are in a bad way. I love unexpected <laughs> heroes. You know? It's okay. It's okay. You know? It happens. It happens to the best of us. Uh before we let you go, Alex, you have a new BFF? Yeah. yeah. Mr. October. New BFF, you guys. Yeah. Oh, Reggie, Reggie Jackson and I, you guys. Like we got to, we got the, to the duo yesterday. we didn't know. I know, either. right? <laughs> You guys, I love him so much. So before, like, we do the interview, you know, you introduce yourself. I'm like, Alex Curry's like, like, Steph Curry? Are you related to Steph Curry? I'm like, yeah, he's my cousin. I've been saying that, you guys, for years. Anytime everyone asks, are you related? I'm like, yeah, he's my cousin. Half the time people believe me. The other half, they're like, really? No. But Reggie, like, laughed really hard. He's like, I like that. And so that's just our new inside joke is like, yeah, I'm going to remember because of Steph Curry. I'm like, yeah, he's my cousin. And it's just like, he is so kind. And even before, like, coming to see us, he walked over to say hi to Derek Jeter and Alex Rodriguez. And, like, everybody loves Reggie so much. 
And he's on, yeah, he's on the staff for the Astros, so that's why we got him there. He's just, he's just the coolest. It's been such an awesome experience, just the legendary talent that we have around this series on our broadcast. And I'm just, you guys, I'm having so much fun. Oh, where I, am I right now? Like I'm in the middle of a like you're having fun. in Dallas. Yes. Or you, where am I? Salmon <laughs> Lake? I have no idea where I am. You it's, look like you're having fun, Alex. Yes. So. And I am. Even though we miss you, we love that you're out there living yes. your best life. We're living vicariously yes. through your videos. And I'm trying my best to, say, to hold down the fort. You are crushing it. I tuned in for the open. I absolutely love you guys. Keep up the great work. Carmen, thank you for filling in. Monty, keep absolutely crushing it. I love you guys. You're love, doing amazing. We love you, love girl. You. Yes. Enjoy, enjoy. Live it up. Woo. Thank you. Bye. 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 Fox Sports Saturday with Monty Bolaños and Carmen Vitali, who is in for You Just Heard Her, Alex Curry. And we are coming to you live from the Tyrac.com studios. But now let's check in with Martin Weiss. Thanks, Monty. College football score is in progress right now. All of these games at the half are early in the third quarter. Number eight, Texas with a 21-14 lead over Houston. Number nine, Oregon leads Washington State 17-13. Number 11, Alabama trailing. Number 17, Tennessee 20-7. Number 20, Missouri with a 24-3 lead over South Carolina. Number 23, Tulane leads North Texas 21-0. And Iowa leads Minnesota in a barn burner. 10 to 3. In the NFL, the Rams plays running back Kyron Williams on IR. Activate running back Daryl Henderson in his place. The Arizona Cardinals activate safety Buda Baker. He will play on Sunday against the Cardinals. New Philadelphia Eagle Julio Jones activated from the practice squad. He'll play on Sunday against Miami. And uh, Monday night's going to be see some new faces right there. Christian McCaffrey practiced for the first time this week for the 49ers. He's questionable against the Vikings. Left tackle Trent Williams, doubtful. Wide receiver Debo Samuel, out. He will miss at least the next two games with the hairline fracture. Then the 49ers have a bye and they'll evacuate. They will evaluate, not evacuate, evaluate <laughs> him uh, going forward with that for the week nine matchup. But uh, looks like Brock Purdy is not going to have his general cast of characters around him Monday night for the Vikings. That's all I got. Monsi, Carmen, back to you. That's a you test, know, especially against the Brian Flores defense. It'll be interesting for it sure. It'll be interesting. And Martin is. Um, He's the Shohei Otani today. He's a double-way star today, guys, because Martin has a show that starts. He's anchoring up until your show? That's right. 8 p.m. Eastern time? 8 p.m. Eastern time. And then I slide over. I thank you for keeping the chair warm for me, Monty. Appreciate it. I'm standing, so your chair is not going to be warm at all. Uh, But, you know, I'm I'm pretty sure the next fellas will keep it warm for you. But, yes, Martin will be back 8 p.m. Eastern time. Martin and VJ, so tune into that We'll be breaking down the big-time college football games. That's right. Clearly this Minnesota. Iowa game, Big Ten ass score. <laughs> yeah. Gosh. Yeah, that'll probably be our lead story. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Martin. All right. So now Carmen and I get to get into, get to get into. That's right. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> a little this and a little of that. We're going to have a little fun, ask each other some questions, get to know each other a little bit better. And I started off who has better hair, Trevor Lawrence oh or Patrick Mahomes? Oh. Come on. Okay, so <laughs> I have like weirdly wavy hair. Right. No, I I, I feel it's, you. Yeah, it's not it's not curly. Right. It's not straight. Right. It's just this weird whatever. And so I am always so envious of people with very curly hair. And Patrick Mahomes has this wonderful curly hair that I just feel like if you like grew it out, it would just be so wonderful and luscious. So I I'm gonna go with Patrick Mahomes. Oh my gosh! But Trevor Lawrence looks like he just comes out of the shower like Sunshine. that, which is like our hair right Sunshine. now. We tried to do this. 
we do. We I know. Oh say, no, this like, was very intentional. This was intentional. I washed my hair. Too. I washed my hair. I blow dried it I for know. you. And I look at Trevor Lawrence. I'm like, I think that's just his hair. I think it's just his hair. I don't it, think he uses his Dyson air. I don't think he's got the air wrap going like I do every single time. Gosh. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It is a time saver though. I'd it like is. shout out. I know that most people listening are probably not listening for hair care tips, but, but listen, we Dyson's got you. worth it. The we Dyson's got you. Worth Well-rounded it. show here, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Europe, go. What? You're- oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I was like, wait. I thought you said Europe. I was like, what about Europe? Where, are we going to are Europe? Are we going to Europe? Because we, I could do that. I, I want to go. Okay, to Europe. all right, all right. So, uh, we talked to Adam Amin. Yes. Uh, about the Steelers game and the Steelers offense, and as it's struggling um, at historic at a historic pace. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the decisions Matt Canada is making. So, uh, who would yeah. you rather your offensive coordinator be Ooh. between two mats, Matt Canada or Matt Patricia? Who? Who? Who was a famous experiment by the New England Patriots a year ago? Oh man! You know, um, as much as I have heard the fire Matt Canada chance, yeah, I think I would take Matt Canada. Yeah, yeah. I, like I, he's got he's 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 paid his dues. I think I would probably agree. You with know, that. like it's yeah. I I think it's. There's as much as the offense has been struggling. It's like I think there's just other issues too with the offense. Like they're still figuring it out. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. I think, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I yeah, I, I stand by my decision. I'm like, no, I think I agree with that yeah, too. Yeah, because yeah. like that's Matt Canada's background for better or worse is, right. is offense. You're not putting in a defensive coordinator to no. be like, well, so how would you counter that and trying to play like this ridiculous game of chess that doesn't really follow the rules? So <laughs> right, right. Not right. your best work, Belichick. Not no, your best work. Not at all. Not at all. Uh, all right. Who who uh-huh. would you rather get sacked by? Oh, God. Aaron Donald or J.J. Watt? None of the above. <laughs> Is that an option? No, no. If, if one's going to oh. tackle you and take you down, do you want it to be? <laughs> okay. All right. Hear me out. Hear me out. What do you think? Hear me out. Um... Aaron Donald usually rushes from the interior, right? So he's got less of a play, like he's got less of, of, a, a, of a, a distance to cover. Okay, okay. Momentum. Not, he's got less momentum. momentum. I mean, I know he's, but he's just like a bowling ball. I don't know. I guess, I guess Aaron Donald because <laughs> I just feel like he's, he's not going to come in with the force necessarily. Like he's going to sack me for sure, but he's not going to come in with the force that like JJ would off the edge. Yeah, 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 for sure. I guess I'm gonna go. God, that doesn't sound right though. Like <laughs> I know Aaron Donald. I don't want to be sacked by either of these guys. Aaron Donald to me, it's like he's like a giant refrigerator. Like yeah. I, 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 as crazy. The second as, coming of the fridge. Right. I, I. You make perfect sense about the momentum, but I think I would take. I do think I that think Aaron Donald's tackles JJ. are more violent than JJ's. I don't right. know. That might be recency bias though, because but at the same time, like I, JJ was also very violent in the way that he tackled. Oh, one hundred percent. Either one, you're screwed either way. Uh, yeah, yeah. No, but I think I would take JJ. JJ? I think I would take JJ. Aaron, there's Aaron uh, Donald. I'm telling you, that if that guy hits, if he, I'm I'm dead. I, I'm done, you guys. I know. I know, but like I've heard, I've heard players say the like both with both of them. Oh, like of I don't want. Do you understand how hard it is to take a, t- a hit from either one of those yeah, dudes? Yeah, no, I know. Like, guys that have played against them have told me. Like, no, you can't. It's not fun. I don't want to go up against them. Like, offensive lines, though, do game plan, like, for Aaron Donald on the interior. And, like, those guards mm. and the centers up front are like, okay, yeah. just got to get up and get through one more snap. One more snap. One more snap. Just one more snap throughout the game. Like, you know when you're playing Aaron Donald and you're just like. You're going to need an ice bath by uh, the end of it. Epsom salts. Yes. That was, that's the secret. That's the secret. Is, is, is Epsom salts. Okay. (laughs) 
Would you rather yeah. do ayahuasca with Aaron Rodgers <laughs> or do a darkness retreat with Aaron Rodgers? Oh, wow. This is really hard because I, you know, I, I'm all for trying stuff. But this idea that, what is this called? The tea? The thing? The, the ayahuasca? Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah ayahuasca. That apparently like. It, it, it makes you hallucinate. Well, I don't, I don't, I, I'm fine with that. <laughs> I'm fine with that. But I hear that it makes me release everything, whether it comes one end or the other. Like, apparently everything comes out. Uh, That's where I'm scared. The hallucination. I don't know that I knew fine. that part. I have, I have not done any research into what ayahuasca really do, does I, that's but, what I've heard that it's stuff's coming it. down whether one way or the other mm, that's gross so that's what like scares that. me but like a that. darkness retreat where I don't talk to people oh I don't know if I can handle I think that. it would be worse if you were in there and talked to him yeah. for three to four days <laughs> That's I could hardly handle his McAfee appearances <laughs> and having to listen to him for 15 minutes so you would do the tea I don't know <laughs> I don't want any of that. Although Chelsea Handler, I guess, did ayahuasca. I read her book and she did ayahuasca and she said it was an enlightening experience. I, that's what everybody says. That despite the despite all of that. So I guess so, I, I guess I would go for it. So ayahuasca. maybe I would I would do that. Plus too. it should be over sooner than a darkness retreat for like three to four days. Yeah. I, I couldn't handle that. Okay. All right. You're not gonna like this one. Oh gosh. Who's a better tight end? Rob Gronkowski. Rob. I don't <laughs> care who else you're saying. It's Rob. It's Gronk. I don't care who else you say. <laughs> You don't even need to give me number two. Who's number two? Travis Kelsey. No. <laughs> Listen, I love Travis Kelsey. I, I'm a trench person. I love the interior, especially of the offensive line, the interior defensive line. Um, I'm a big offensive lineman, defensive lineman girl. By extension, I love tight ends because I don't think that they get enough credit for what they have to do. But that is precisely why Rob Gronkowski is the best tight end in NFL history because he was such an elite blocker on top of being an elite pass catcher. And Travis Kelsey can block. Yeah. But not the way. Not the way that Gronk could. Yeah. I agree with you. And I also would pick Gronk, but I I had, you know, he's your buddy. So I had to ask. I had to ask. I mean, exactly. Like, I'm never, uh, he's the only, I tell him, uh, he's the only. Arizona Wildcat that I like. Because <laughs> we were in school at the same time together. He was at Arizona. I was at ASU. I, wa- I got to watch him torch ASU in multiple territorial cups. And I still, despite all of that, he's a wonderful human and the greatest tight end in NFL uh, history. history. Please let me be clear. As much as I love Travis Kelsey, I do. I do. I, and I, I'm, I'm sympathetic to the plight of tight ends who need to get paid more because they do more things Yes. So, yeah. So you you heard it. Greatest tight end of all time, Rob Gronkowski. Rob Gronkowski. Oh, I can't believe we are coming to the end of the show, but don't go anywhere. We're going to wrap it up with our week seven picks and our progressive play of the day. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. 
With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Throw, Larry. Wind at his back. Throws right sideline. Up, got a man open. Kinnaman down the right sideline. Outside the numbers. He's at the 40. Can he outrace him? 30, 20, 10. Touchdown! Force Dane Kinnaman. Zach Larrier takes one more knee. The Falcons halfway home to another CIC trophy, and they go to 7 0 as they knock off Navy this afternoon by the final of 17 to 6. That was the progressive play of the day brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. That's right. We are back, Fox Sports Saturday with me, Monsi Bolaños, and Carmen Vitali. And we are coming to you live from the Tyrac.com studios. And before we get to our picks, thank you to the crew. Chris Perfett, our technical producer, Brandon Trufa, our producer, Martin Weiss over there on the updates, who's doing a double duty today. He's got his show at 8 p.m. Eastern time. Thank you, fellas, and everybody editing back there. Ian, Bree, thank you guys so much. Uh, What a fun show. Thank you, Carmen. Thank you, Monster. Oh, my goodness. You're the one I should be thanking. You're here filling in. Thank you. Thank you. But now it's time for our picks. I know. Week seven. Picks are so hard. Just as a general thing. Well, you you have a lot of pressure, Carmen, because you have to be picking for Alex the next few weeks. Oh, no. All right. <laughs> you could just ruin her record. You could just oh, take God, it. Oh, God, do I count it. against her record? You guys can't do that to yeah. her. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, you have yeah, to. No. We can and we will. <laughs> you I'm could sorry use in advance, it. Alex. I'm sorry in advance. <laughs> you could use it as an opportunity to tank her record. I'm not going to do that to her. <laughs> so rude. Sisters before misters. That's <laughs> All right, well, Girl. last week, Alex went two and two, but Monsi took it home with a three and one. That's right. Oh okay. That's right. Okay. Okay. On the season, Alex is 13 and seven, and Monsi, you're 16 and four. So you have a pretty wow. sizable lead. That's right. That's right. Well, we'll see if uh, Carmen, Carmen can is make gonna... up some ground yeah. or if she's just going to tank Alex's yeah. record. It's horrible. So and let's start with I'm the. D- we don't have to pick, set- we, we can pick the same team. Okay. Just so okay. you know. Okay. Yeah. Okay. okay. Got it. Just okay. letting her know. Sorry. Right. Go ahead, it's Brandon. Okay. All right. We'll start with the Dolphins at the Eagles. Eagles favored by three in this one. Monty, who you got? So I'm actually taking the Dolphins in this one. I don't think the Eagles secondary is going to be able to keep up with the many weapons that the Dolphins have. So I'm taking the Dolphins. I am actually also taking the Dolphins. (laughs) Um, I just think, so like the Dolphins I know got like quote unquote exposed a little bit by the Bills, but I think that the Bills defense and the Eagles defense are kind of on par at the same time though. Mm -hmm. 
Miami's offense has looked unstoppable. You've got Ma- Raheem Mostert was the offensive player of the week He's with my Devon A chain out. A chain, A chain, A chain, A chain, A chain. A chain. I thought it was A chain, and then it was A chan, and, and now it's A. Everybody I don't, yeah. says it. Everybody says it differently. <laughs> but even with him on IR, you got Raheem Mostert stepping stepping up. I think that Mike McDaniel is a brilliant play caller. So yeah, he seems Dolphins? like a fun guy. I'm with you, Dolphins. Dolphins. Yeah. All right, let's start with Carmen on this one. Lions at the Ravens. Ravens also favored by three. I'm going to go, I'm probably biased, the Detroit Lions. <laughs> Just because I think this is, you know, everybody keeps waiting for them to make a statement game. I'm like, what more of a statement game do you need? Yeah. But you're going to, listen, I'm so excited to see Aiden Hutchinson go after Lamar Jackson. And I want to know who, who wins that. I think who wins that particular matchup uh, is going to win the game. And I do think that the Lions defense is truth. So, Lions. I am also taking the Lions. Oh, boy. Ravens offense has been, to be nice, inconsistent. To be nice. I don't know what I'm going to get from them. I know what I'm going to get from the Lions. Sure do. They have shown me week after week. Very consistent. So I, I am gonna, I'm going to take Detroit. I am over the Ravens. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. So far, we're in agreement. So far. All right. Steelers, Rams, a battle in LA. Rams also favored in this one by three. Monty, who you got? This is the one where I keep switching. I, I don't know. Like, what I wrote down, I don't think is going to. I'm going to take the Steelers. Oh, okay. I wrote right. down Rams over Steelers, and there's something. Remember, I'm emotional, not logical. Right. There is something in my gut that is saying Steelers. They're going to figure it out? They're going to figure it out. And, like, the you know, the Rams are fine, but the Rams aren't anything crazy. So, I, I yeah. No, I'm going to go I'm gonna go Steelers. I'm going to go Steelers. Adam almost made me want to change my pick when he talked about what Tomlin said about how they're still they – did, they did well against really tough teams in the beginning. So, uh, but it's not enough because I do think that the Rams are a different Rams team this year. We need to get that internalized, that they are better. (laughs) Their offense is better. It has evolved. Sean McVay seems like he loves life again. Um, Football life, at least. So I'm going to go with the Rams. So there's a a chance for For, for some points. Yes, yes. Okay. Packers and the Broncos to take us home. Packers favored by one in this one. Carmen, who you got? Yeah, Packers. Packers. This is a get-right game for them. They're coming off a bye. They have a lot of guys questionable, which isn't the greatest thing in the entire world. But at the same time, I don't know that the Broncos' defense is good for the long haul. Call me crazy. I'm going Broncos. Oh, my gosh. Okay, all right. Call me crazy. Thank you so much for joining us on this Fox Sports Saturday. I am Monty Bolaños. That is Carmen Vitelli. Stay tuned because Steve Harmon and Ephraim Salam are next. See you guys next week. Bye, guys. Woo-hoo. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah! 
Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.